Hi, and welcome to That's Myrony Podcast. My name's Alicia Myronic, and I am your host and creator of this fun new concept. But first, what exactly is Myrony? Well, Myrony, or my irony, are those crazy coincidences that happen in life that you just can't explain. It's also another word for sign or synchronicity. We've all experienced these throughout our lives. But what if you started paying closer attention to your myronies? What if you started connecting the dots, or as I like to say, follow the spiritual breadcrumbs that could have an impact so big that it changes your life forever, not to mention the lives of others. Now that's myrony. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to That's My Irony podcast. I am so excited to have my next guest. And uh, I want to just tell you a little bit about her. So Victoria Miracle is an energetic time management expert, speaker, best-selling author, and social media strategist. She is the host of the show Purposeful Women. She supports women entrepreneurs to do the right things at the right time based on their natural and unique rhythm and flow. Victoria has helped hundreds of entrepreneurs, business owners get more done in a day and bring more clients with purposeful calendar, technology, tech, and timing. So she has also graced the stage with celebrities such as Jack Canfield, Les Brown, Kim Kiyosaki, Janet Atwood, and Marissa Peer. Um, and has developed energetic time management systems through working with clients for over 10 years and holds multiple certifications in mindset and physicality specialties. She's also been in 36 countries by the time she was 25 years old, immigrated twice, been fat, slim, broke, rich, and followed her heart to a life of excitement, adventure, passion, and purpose. So I am so excited to find out the myronies in Victoria's life. And first off, why did she go by Victoria Miracle? Let's find out. Hi, Victoria. Thank you so much for being with me today. I am so excited to have you. And first off, I'm so curious of how you've decided to go by Victoria Miracle. (laughs) (laughs) That's a secret. I'm kidding. All right. Well, I'm so excited to come on and, you know, share the myronies. I I love and synchronicities that I know it's just another word for it. And I I teach actually how to create synchronicities. So I always felt so connected to you. So how do I go by Victoria Miracle is that I was born in Russia and my last name, it's pretty unpronounceable, even for Russians. So I started Russian. Oh, wow. It's 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 misspelled in Russia so it's pretty hard for even Russians <laughs> so I decided to look if I can't choose any last name why don't I choose something amazing and something amazing to me because my last name ends I also have IA at the end and then I thought you know what why don't you? it sounds like people when they pronounce my name it will sound like I am something and I was like that would be cool and I said I started to think about words on M. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Miracles. I helped to create people miracles. <laughs> now, I, now it will be cool if I have Victoria Myrony. <laughs> it will be the same 
thought, but listen. So when you say my name, actually, Victoria Miracle, you subconsciously in the middle saying, I am Miracle. No. So I feel like that's a great gift to people, you know, gift something with your name just when they're sharing your name. So that's why I chose Miracle. I love that. I mean, that's kind of funny because, you know, my last name of being Myronic and I say everyone has these Myronic experiences and it, it's not about it's not about me that I say that because it's something so much greater. So I love the fact that the way your your name flowing together of I am miracle is not about you being miracle. It's them being the miracle because we are all miracles. Right. So that's beautiful. So. Okay, so we're going to we're going to dive in deep to figure out since you teach on synchronicity, which we'll talk about that also. But you okay, so you grew up in Russia and then I mean, we're you're we're now I know you're now in LA and you're in West Hollywood, right? And so you're from Russia to West Hollywood. How the heck did that happen? <laughs> that happened a long way. <laughs> it's been a long way, long way, long journey. Well, well, let's start. Let's start from just my story. Why I was I was born in Russia in Siberia, even though I don't like cold. Uh, that's why I live in Los Angeles. It's like when people come to me and say, but you're Russian, you should be okay. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly why I live in Los Angeles because I freaking love cold. Like, that's why I moved here. But sure, so I was born in Russia and I was, I grew up very poor, very poor. My parents, like sometimes we only have to eat like potatoes and onions on the table. And when I was six, <laughs> I stole money from my parents. <laughs> And then I hidden them in behind the closet, thinking that I would save it to my by the, to myself. And by the time I grew up, the money will magically multiply <laughs> I, because of inflation. But look, that's I, that will help my family, and I'll buy a house and go with the garden that my mom was dreaming of. And but yeah, I got it a little wrong. Inflation, it's actually opposite. <laughs> But we were watching a lot of news in the dinner t when we had dinners, and I thought that was opposite. So that well, my money will multiply. <laughs> so, like six years old. So our family, you know, was really watching a lot of news. So my dream broke into pieces when my mom caught me on it, and I felt so embarrassed, so embarrassed and ashamed. No. So at this moment, I decided, you know what? I have to make my own money. So I started to work really hard since I was 16. That was the earliest time when I could start legally work in Russia. Okay. And, you know, I wanted to have a better life. I wanted to not constantly feel that about providing food and closet, just a simple thing. So I wanted to have a future for my family. And when I was 16 years old, I moved to Moscow. Mm -hmm for college, where I lived uh, there for until I was about 20 years old. And I think, I don't know, Alicia probably will say my bio somewhere, but I lived, I've traveled over 36 countries and lived in three continents. And that kind of was a start, but Moscow was just a start when I, I started to study hospitality and that was my first choice. I actually dropped out of three colleges because I was just busy working and traveling. <laughs> And did not, it did not support any education system in Russia. 
because I felt like at 16 years old, I have no idea what I wanted to do. And what I really needed is to pay my bills because I lived by myself. And then when people asked me to do trigonometry for hospitality and traveling, I thought like, why do I have to need to do this? Like I just, I'm not, you know, that person who will have, I don't even know what's the call in English, the thing that I will do the trigonometry. <laughs> so I was really upset with the university and it was the like top five university in Russia. Oh, wow. And I, then I started to work because I needed to pay my bills and I quit. I quit university and I said, look, you know what? I don't want to spend five years on something that I'm not even sure I'm going to do. And I started traveling when I was 17 years old and I saw the world and the, the hospitality and traveling business by traveling. And I felt like I was getting so much more than being in the university and learning history or trigonometry. Okay. Wow. So I quit. <laughs> I quit this one. I said after a year, I was like, not working for me. You know what? I can't do that. So, and that was amazing because, um, the, because I moved to Moscow because of it. If not that dream, I will never get out of my town. Probably I'll be mm -hmm. still, you know, living in a small town. It's over a million people, but it's a small town. It's a little bit different mindset. It's a little bit different ideas around what's going on in the world. It's in the middle of Russia. So I'm pretty happy I did this. So by the time, you know, I, I lived there until I was 20 years old and I've been traveling. And then I just, I, while I was traveling, I fell in love with Paris. Mm. So I moved to Paris. I actually, that was a real irony. Like that Paris, my life in Paris was real irony. I, so I went there so with my girlfriend. You, what made you decide Paris? I just, when I traveled once there for three days for my work and I came up, came back, then I found a girlfriend who wanted to go there for a month and we went there together and I lived there for a month and the food, oh my gosh, like what about Paris, the food, right? food and the town and city, it just has its soul. The Paris has a soul, like when you're there, you feel it. and. I just fell in love. So I came back with her again and we rent an apartment and I thought, okay, I need to create something to find out what to do something in here and just leave there for a couple of months. And after three days of searching an apartment with her, we was looking like Airbnb was just starting out. I remember in Airbnb, <laughs> we was messaging people and asked to meet in front of the um, apartment so we don't need to pay the fee. It was like very start of Airbnb. They couldn't even track that yet. Yeah. So it was so long time ago. Oh my gosh, like 10 years ago. And when I lived there with the three days, we were walking around and looking for apartment for this like Airbnb and other websites. I was just walking and saying, you know what, Natasha, my name, my friend name was Natalia. It's like, Natasha, I just want to fall in love and live in Paris and just stay here. I really love that town so much. And I was just like on that beautiful note, it was spring, March. And then in three days, I met my ex-boyfriend who we fell crazy in love, like crazy. And I, he asked me to stay in Paris to live with him. So I wow. stayed in Paris for a year. <laughs> Oh it was goodness. amazing. It was like everything I wanted. <laughs> 
in three days it's like it was amazing so I fell in love like instantly when I saw him he too and we were very young and crazy and we met up in the club and uh, we had an amazing amazing year together and then I moved I decided to move out of Paris I couldn't live there when we was uh, apart because Paris is a very small town and I couldn't live there he always like he tracked me he knew where everywhere I was I was and I was like you know what the world is big I'm, I'm gonna find that city like you from Paris I'm gonna leave you alone here <laughs> so I went back to Moscow it was December freaking freezing and again I don't like cold <laughs> so I decided to go to Miami to visit my friend it was December right after my birthday and I said you know what I'm just gonna visit for January and maybe stay in February and then come back to Moscow find the job and start a new life because I just moved back mm-hmm. and when we go into Miami I went there for a month and um, I just was crying and drinking and partying and trying to you know the breakup was really hard for me it was like love of my life but we were young and like my ego was too high up I was like I'm not coming back to you you know <laughs> and uh, it's uh, crazy, crazy times. So and I ended up living in Miami and met this girl. So my original plan, probably that will sound terrible, go to Hawaii, rent an Airbnb room and surf her house and have a, I, I thought I will have like a romantic something just to like get my mind off my ex-boyfriend right? Uh, with a surfer and he will teach me how to surf. That was like my ad- ideal dream. <laughs> and I met this girl and she told me, we were in Miami, so right, the Hawaii, mm-hmm. and she's like, let's go to New York. <laughs> Oh, wow. I said, hmm, okay. You know, I don't have a plan. I haven't rented Airbnb in Hawaii yet. And <laughs> that's crazy. And then I went with her to New York. And and, and then I stayed there for four years. <laughs> wow. I never came back to Russia. I stayed there for four years. And that was my story, how I ended up being in the United States. Uh-huh. So everything just fall together. When I moved to New York, uh, we started to live there and just I partied to get some clubs for a month. And I was like, okay, I get to, I, I get to like find the job now. It's kind of already enough for a couple of months, like going around doing nothing. And I met, I always been, so my profession always been uh, project management, project management and executive assistance, pretty much doing everything in the company and organizing, managing everything, making sure that you are staying on track. I worked for politicians and millionaires and just being really good. So that's why I didn't, I didn't, it didn't require me to be in front in the office. What I needed to do is just, you know, be on the phone and make sure I manage everything. Right. Everything is getting done on time. So I could travel that much a lot that's why so in New York somebody recommends me to one Kazakhstan uh, entrepreneur and just saying I'm in New York and I have a great reputation and he offered me a job and that I also my documents went together and everything was just wow like stay here so I chose to stay I chose to stay and 
I was like, you know what? People don't have it. Like, it seems easy. I heard the stories while I was living there for a couple months that people like don't have documents for years. They're, you know, like the legal way. It's really hard to get it. And uh, they don't have jobs. It's really hard. In Manhattan, like you will need to survive. You really get to make a good, you know, invitation by company or something to make a good living. And I just got it. Everything came to me. And I, I decided to stay. But the beautiful, you know, I kind of went really more detailed in my story. I usually, you know, always share that, look, I was offered a job, I took it. And and there I was, for, you know, living for two years. By the time I was 24 years old, I was living an amazing life, like earning six figures, living in Manhattan, eating in five-star restaurants. I didn't need to take care of the food anymore. Like I was when I was a child. Wow. And I, I felt like I achieved everything, like living the American dream, but it was somebody else's dream. Ah. Somebody else's dream. Well, I find it so interesting because I just want to, you know, touch base with the listeners of like how many Myronies showed up to get you to New York to, you Maybe. know, like, and also that whole, that whole concept is like when one door, when a door opens, you got to walk through, you know? So it's like, you saw those opportunities and um, there's, there's an incredible book conversations with God that talks about. Oh, I love that book. Yeah. I am in the middle of it. I haven't finished it yet, but I just love that that book so much. Yeah. And it's so funny because it says for true manifestation, you need to act and not think because as soon as you, as soon as you think you've killed the act, so you were in such action, and that's actually what I say with myrony. Myrony is synchronicity in motion. We see that mm. sign, we have that opportunity, then there's an action to go along with it. So the fact that you were so in action of everything to take you from, you know, first to, you know, Paris to then, well, first Moscow, then Paris, then to Miami, thinking you want to go to Hawaii, but then you ended up going to New York have this amazing opportunity but now you're like okay this is not my dream but look at how much you accomplished in such a short period of time because you were in action so now what happened after that yeah so what happened after that right i that was the moment where oh, that when my life just like broke into pieces like everything. So I already achieved my childhood dreams of dreaming, you know, like having enough food and closing and, you know, helping my parents. I was living a life beyond that I could imagine in my mindset. And that, I, you know, at only 24 years old. And that's my sounds like a good thing, but it wasn't because something was missing. Like I bought a you know house for my parents with the garden and uh, the car and business for my parents and like plus a car for them and everything and but the everything you know that I was dreaming of but now and I always I always love to love like my mother finally could have her garden and like we have like the most strawberries and raspberries that we could ever possibly imagine it's Aww. my favorite berries I was like always go there in August and oh, just like raspberries from garden it's the best thing in Russia oh my gosh you guys <laughs> you guys are missing out in America because you don't have type of raspberries that we have and I'm like ah. crazy about raspberries <laughs> Uh, berries all the type all the different berries like black and red and this and this. oh my gosh 
come to Russia to try berries if you're into berries. Okay. <laughs> like real berries. Okay. And then, you know, I had more success than I could imagine and freedom that I was dreaming of. And I made it. I really thought I did. I hit my benchmarks. And was I happy? No, not, not at all. Not even close. I was 24 and I was completely confused. Right. I was traveling globally, but belonging nowhere. On the outside, my life looked like the perfect American dream. But on the inside, things were different. The things were starting to fall apart. And, um, you know, it's, I was so burned out and unfulfilled and just miserable. I suffered from deep depression and I call it secret depression because you don't share with anyone. Right. You, I felt so embarrassed to share with anyone that I felt not good mm. about what was going on. One day I remember just, you know, was fell on the floor and crying and, you know, but I couldn't even cry. It just was so disconnected from what was in my heart. I didn't, I, like consciously I started to understand that something is off and I don't know what it is and just feeling lost, like my soul was absolutely lost. I did not understand what I want and I've been just asking like, what am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. Everybody will tell me, you gotta buy this, you gotta go here, you gotta do this and I did it. I did, I took an actions everywhere, everywhere I could, like you just mentioned, but I was so, like I was acting my life on autopilot and you know, and ask, what am I pretending not to know? What am I pretending not to know? And I could cl clearly hear, I was off my purpose. I was huh. in a really rock bottom moment. And I decided to, that moment, I decided to basically reinvent myself because the life that I've created for the last like half year in this state of being was abusing drugs and this partying and trying to escape the reality mm -hmm. of that I had and not knowing how to do it, not knowing how to find peace inside of myself. Right. And I decided to reinvent myself. I said, you know what? I want to do life in a different way. I want to get out. Like I followed my biggest value, which is bravery. And I call be courageous, be contagious. I so that. <laughs> I decided to quit my job and move to just go somewhere and move somewhere and just change something to find my purpose. Mm -hmm. So I say to myself, I'm going to find my purpose. I'm going to find my life purpose. And uh, then I thought, where's warmer? <laughs> I'm going to go to LA. Because <laughs> New York was not working out for me. It was so cold. I, oh, yeah. I, I, time, I, hate I grew it. up an, outside, an hour outside um, in New York City. So I know it's, yeah, it's cold. It's so <laughs> cold. And, you know, at this moment, I remember lying down one night, uh, one morning, and I don't know how, you know, your podcast goes deep, but I'll share it. It's like I've done, I don't know, all of the mix of the drugs that I could possibly imagine and still couldn't sleep. Just still was just too many thoughts going on through my mind and just a lot of anxiety. And I thought to myself, you know what? It's like what I've created here, I hate it. I hate it. 
I don't have a good friends. Like it's all been for work because I quit my job at that time. Like all my friends was from work that I could not, that wasn't my friends right? Uh, because I was just working. I did not create a life. And uh, at the moment, you know, uh, I thought, why am I not in Russia right now where I have my family close to me, my friends that I've been from childhood or from Moscow time that I've created? Mm-hmm. Why am I not there? Like, what am I doing here if I'm not happy? And now that I don't have a job here, that's, you know, keeps me. Right. So nothing was really keeping me, but my documents were still in move. And I don't know how many immigrants listen to it, but you get me if you know how long does it take to get the green card? How long does it take just to make it all things works? It just takes four years. It's forever. Wow. <laughs> so I decided, you know what? I've spent four years at this moment. It was three years in my life, four years in my life, being here, investing in creating my you know life in america i cannot just give up and just give up and go back it will be just disrespectful to what i've done it before to my time mm-hmm. so i decided to move to los angeles and said you know what i'll give another chance another chance to united states <laughs> to myself right that's what i was thinking i was thinking i'll give another chance to united states <laughs> and i will be okay where do i go i thought california Let's go to California. Mm-hmm. And I went to California and oh my gosh, for one month first. And I fell in love with this guy and we just had beautiful time together for this month. And I came back like so in love with California because <laughs> I had this beautiful fame going on. <laughs> and we like was trying to get like long relationships and I said, you know, it's, it doesn't work, but like, I love you, but you know, we'll just, we'll just be friends. And, but I, I fell in love with California. He showed me really beautiful California and I decided, you know, once my lease is up, I'm moving to Los Angeles. Oh, Yeah. And it was in five months. Okay. And I said, I'm going to put things together and, uh, you know, move. And no, <laughs> it's a create plans, make a love God, right? Make God love because the plans were the plans wasn't that for me and i came back and i met it's like i haven't met him but he texted me my ex-boyfriend and said hey i'm divorced now can i have can we go on a date (laughs) because he tried to invite me on a date and he was like in the process and uh he's like we'll start separating with his wife i was like i'm not going to be on a date like you were married still like we, we can go on a date so he texted me, he said, I'm divorced, can, 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 I, can I go on a date with you? I'm like, okay, that sounds good, right? Sounds right, you, you're available, I'm available, beautiful. And I just broke up with this guy from LA. <laughs> you know, all the love really things going on, it's always fun. And what happened is I stayed for another year in New York okay. and it was the worst and it's the best year that happened to me in my life. The worst that it was really tough, and this soulmate was my bad soulmate. Ah! You gave me that. I read the book that Alicia recommended did to me. Did you read Only Love Is Real? Yeah, I did it. Dr. Brian. Only Love yeah. Is Real. And beautiful book. Thank you so much. I, I've read this book. It is amazing. So he was my bad soulmate. Basically, it's a person, right, that comes to you to teach you something, like Alicia's um, no, husband. You, you probably yeah. all know the story on your podcast. Yeah. And it was 
but it it showed me what was wrong not that it's wrong but what was missing and i started to do self-development work Mm -hmm. from that point because all my fears just came into life he cheated on me he called me while i was in russia and said and i was moving my sick grandmother from one city to another helping my mom he called me and he said just like this he's like i cheated on you i want to break up it was like what wow like how could you combine those two news in one sentence and make it so hard so painful right and I've stayed with him. I knew he wasn't the one. And that was my lesson. Mm-hmm. When I know inside that he's not the one, I, I, I could have just stopped trying and, you know, move on. But, I, you know, I wanted to just stay with the boyfriend and, you know, did not respect myself at this moment. My self-esteem was not well. So it was very abusive relationship, very manipulative. And... I felt like I wanted to stay in them, but I know it wasn't bad for me, but I was so addicted to him. And anyway, so what happened is he cheated. And then, you know what? In my mind, I thought to myself, wow. So how did it, how did I create this? Because he was amazing when I started dating him. Mm-hmm. So I don't date, you know, terrible people. It's like, he was great. But whether, you know, it's like seven months with me, that what I've created. That's what I manifested. That was the worst fear that somebody will cheat on me. And that ever happened before. It just happened. And I thought, okay, I get to, I get to, I get to move. And I moved to California in like two months after that. Mm-hmm. And I realized I get to start to work in myself. I get to start to work on myself. And I don't want to get into any relationships until I really get this straight. Because I was, I did not know what I want to do. I did, I was insecure. I thought always like how people will, you know, what will they judge me if I tell them that, I don't know, I was raped or they will judge me if I tell them, I don't know, my family is poor or it's just always those thoughts. I wanted to look good and wanted to be always right. So all these things that is like keeping us from being successful and keeping us from being happy eventually. So I really moved to Los Angeles and that's where my journey began on how I started to teach energetic time management. I went into health and wellness. I've studied nutrition. I've studied brain body kinesiology. I'm an energy healer. I just went to deeper into spirituality, I guess, because I really needed it and started to read books going to seminars, do self-development work. I've done old Tony Robbins. I've done awesome awesome coaches and teachers and really my mentors really had me like I thought I'll just hire like one coach to help me get my life on track but I had like not one not two not three like five coaches (laughs) to get me on the relationship to get me on the business to get me better on publicly speaking to get me better on this and this and this you know and that's what that's what really changed my life it's to do self-development like to just get myself into leadership yeah you understand what am i doing how am i responsible right for my ex-boyfriend cheating on me why did i create this but i know the marini here is that i needed it so much i needed to stick a slap (laughs) in my life to understand where i was falling short and that was relationships 
that was, you know, I was so addicted to getting results and being successful that I forgot and lost the skills of building relationships and having real friends, real uh, great relationships with the boy, with the boyfriend, right? That I was missing out that he went to somebody else to get what he was required by instincts and nature, I guess, like the love and n- nurture and all of this because I was so into my masculine and that's what is the core of what I teach in organizing your time, your life, your business. <laughs> Being because you can have results, but in what in what price? Right. When I started to go online, and I don't know how many here are you uh, entrepreneurs, but when I started went online, that's a kind of a story how I started to teach it. The, the purposeful uh, calendar is I was sitting down and doing so many things, so many things, like sending mass emails and having the deadline, just working, working, working. And again, I just forgot about taking breaks and, you know, enjoy my life for a few weeks. And I remember that's a, that's another story. I don't want to like get sleep on track. That's like another story in the story, in the story. Right. <laughs> I know the woman love to give too many details. We women love talk and give just so many details but see, that are. But that's the details that then, honestly, that's how people can connect to their own myrony. Sometimes people, it is in the details sometimes that we, we need to share. But I, you know, I love the fact that you, you, you really, back in New York, your higher self was like, I want something more fulfilling, you know? But you did go through what you went through. And I and I I actually got this like, I don't know, it was like a lightning bolt moment one time where it was like, oh my goodness, our insecurities may be our karmic debt to ourselves. And that's yeah. why if we start looking at if we want to say we're manifesting it, we're not meant to be manifesting it from that perspective of the positive, where we're we're meant to learn it so that our higher selves can recognize it and then break the pattern. And that's why when we, when we, you know, we become friends and I was like, you need to check out only love is real because to me, that was one of the most powerful because truthfully, my ex was actually one of my good soulmates that chose to go down a different path because I had actually a really good relationship, but it allowed me to just accept it for what it was and not be like, you know, it was something that I did or, you know, and it ended up being the greatest gift. And so now there are the bad soulmates. That's actually how I got out to California. I literally connected with this guy who ended up being a heroin addict. And because I had dealt with prescription drug abuse because of pain, I tried to help him. And then literally in six days, I picked up and moved to California. So I've done those impulsive things too at times, but it was, that was just like, I mean, I was spiraling out of control because I had just lost my mom like two months before. And, but I had that connection. And that's one of the things if the listeners listen to when you have that connection, but you know, it's so bad run. (laughs) You know, I love Alison Armstrong um, work for it. And it's, um, she's just an amazing, gorgeous woman. And she teaches him in the way that if you have attraction, like connection, Mm -hmm. but let's call it also their sexual attraction from like more than eight run 
because it just screws out screws our up like our bodies up like love on brain oh my god another book I, it's called love on brain on love <laughs> love on brain brain on love and it's literally chemically it screws us up and it's like we get so attracted to them because we have that that connection that crazy like sexual connection because you can't create soul connection in five days you can but it's like oh see i just i don't know story. i disagree my parents mm-hmm. my dad the first time my dad met my mom he said one day i'll marry you he he knew i've met so many good oh you can knew you can know that for sure and I've know I've I've met so many people that have done those crazy things. I, I just think that it really depends on what our souls are trying to come from from that higher self awareness that we want to learn. And that's where this concept of maybe our insecurities are really our karmic debt. So if you were afraid of this happening, it's like your soul wanted you to be like, no, this is not your fault. You know, this is this is. And if we can look at everybody who is and rather than saying fault, it's like, okay, well, what caused that person to do that in the first place? There is no one's fault. You know, there's no good or bad or right or wrong. We always choose that for ourselves. What is the right for me right now? What is good for me or bad for me? But everything is neutral. But once you once you really insecure like I was, I took it so hard. You cannot even imagine. It was terrible. I was month in my bed and my and my not my bathroom because I moved out of his apartment and to my girlfriend bad. (laughs) And I was like eating cheese. I don't know with (laughs) chips for a month. And right. she gave me like a lot of books and like four agreements. That's where I started my spiritual journey. And that was my first book for agreements. And I just so grateful for her. She was my, you know, one of my mentors on my, on my journey, oh. but it's absolutely choice. It's choice on what do you do? What do you choose to do moving forward? Mm-hmm. And that's what can, you know, change your life. Because absolutely. Like in my life, even, you know, being successful in New York, I was before in Moscow very successful, but then I lost everything once. And then I lost everything twice. And then I still was keep going and I got success again third time in New York. You know, it's like, it's going to happen and there's a lessons for us to learn. And sometimes maybe we're not learning them from first time. Maybe we're learning them from a second time. But more, the more you self-reflect and... No, understanding, like you said, it's like, it's not your fault. Like, what it, did it cost to that person? What What is my feedback here? What can I shift? What can I improve? There is nothing bad or wrong for sure. Yeah, and it's also, it's like when we can look at people when, you know, when people do make mistakes or whatever, or it's just part of who they are because they don't know how not to be that way. But I believe that if everybody, if everybody knew, if they had the awareness, they wouldn't be certain ways, right? Because they they would have, but some people just don't have the awareness. And then that's how we can actually look from a place of compassion and not a place of judgment. And so, you know, and it's also just recognizing that, I mean, I like, I always say our higher selves can be absolute masochists to ourselves at times, you know, it it can just be the meanest, like, but, because we're trying, you know, try, we're trying to get to this higher level of understanding. So the fact of everything that you you overcame, but you kept being in action, and that's how you keep moving forward, which is what's so beautiful about your your story as Victoria Miracle. <laughs> yes, name Victoria means uh, winning, you know, means victory on purpose. <laughs> All victorious are victorious and keep going moving forward. But so, you know, coming back to the story and 
when I moved to California and started to go into more health journey and really recognizing it, what do I love? Because people ask, like, how do you find your purpose? But you find your purpose by trying different things. Mm-hmm. Like now, you know, I knew it. Like, I don't want to do this. I want to do this. And really just doing a lot of work in terms of, okay, I'm, I've started five different businesses within two years before I found coaching and before I found the modality that I teach right now and project management and just like all text help that I love doing it. I've tried five businesses and I was so embarrassed to call my friend and said, Hey, I have another business idea. I'm opening another business. And I'm so excited because I really like it. And then in two months, I'm like, ah, this is not working out. You know, I'm, I'm going to do something else. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this judgment from some of the people that I will share this, but it didn't stop me. I thought, you know, fuck it. Like, I don't care. I've spent 25 years doing what everybody else told me it's good for me to do to make money. I don't care. I want to, like, I want to feel excited every day to wake up and do the job that I do. Because can I do the job? Sure, check. I can go to the job and do it, but will I feel fulfilled? And once you're experiencing that, when I, I won't say like I have everything, you know, I've been a millionaire or something. No, I had my basic needs covered. Mm-hmm. And that's what your mindset starts shifting. You're like, okay, I have food, I have um, roof, I have savings. You know, I know I'm not going to die in a year, even if I lose my job. Like that's where you kind of start thinking, do I love what I do? It's like, is it really important for me? And I hate it. I started to do, you know, New York, I started to do drugs, cocaine, to just stay up and, you know, feel happier while I was doing my job because I hate it. Well, and drugs that's, and alcohol are just masking. It's, a, you it's know. a masking. It's a way of just not being in reality that you are and not yeah. feeling your feelings. And... Well, I'm a big believer in psychedelics. Well, even though I don't support doing them a lot, but I believe that like, let's say ayahuasca or mushrooms, you know, psilocybin will definitely help those souls. Like I was so lost. I was so numb. I couldn't cry if I even wanted. Like I was so robotic. I couldn't feel it anymore. It really helped me to just shift my mindset. Because the worst day I remember, I, in my mind, I catch my thought that was going through. It was five years ago memory. I was thinking, how could I have answered in that conversation better? And I thought, why even thinking about it? Wow. What? Like, why is it going through my mind? Something is off. Like, I was so scared after I've catched myself on this. I was like, that was five years ago why my brain even goes there like I was so unhappy Mm -hmm. and trying to like think about how I can shift my past and that was why depression happened it's when you focus a lot on the past yeah when you are in your future it's an anxiety so if you're bouncing off between New York, it's a typical, <laughs> typical model for both. You're shifting right. at, you know, at the day during a depression. And then in the evening, you get your anxiety kick in. You can't sleep. You, you need to sleeping pills to fall asleep, to get the work done in the morning. And you feel again depressed. It's like, it's a cycle in New York. It's, it's a very awful. vicious cycle. Very vicious. It's 
awful the the rhythm of the city it's crazy mm-hmm. it will just like get you up your brain just on high beta beta and it's just functioning non-stop and i've learned all of that you know learning nutrition and health and wellness in los angeles i just after one year I literally started to feel like I was human. Like I didn't feel fear of missing out. I was fine. Like I was good (laughs) in the day that I was in. It was after a year. That's how long it took me to unwind, to do yoga every day. I cooked three times a day for myself, like really awesome, nutritious, delicious, fresh food from farmer's market. And really just like unbinding my body from what I've done to it for the 25 years. It's not a it's not a process that you think you're gonna buy a four week program and do detox and everything gonna go well. It's it's a process, and the most important is that when I started my bright fifth business of coaching, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is amazing, and um, I I was failing massively again because in time management. And that's ironically because I was time manage other people before. Right. But I couldn't manage myself. Mm-hmm. I was super busy with another stuff, but not getting things done. And uh, that's where I started to ask. My coaches will tell me, and please answer to yourself like, have you ever, like, have you ever heard that? You get to plan your week on Sundays to spend an hour, plan your week. So you get to be productive and that's how your business will thrive. You, you got to plan things out. Mm-hmm. I've done that. But at some point, you know, I will sit down with my notebook on Sundays mm-hmm. and I'll just don't feel like doing it. Right. It's like, why is it? Why some days I can't plan my year, plan my business for a year or my days for a year up front. And another day I just don't feeling like doing so. Mm -hmm. And that's where I started to just cut, go to my mind. Something is off. Something is totally off with the timing that humans living on. No. I was like, why am I, why my mind wants to do one thing and they tell me that's how it works, but my body, I was so, I was doing yoga twice a day and like really connected to my body now because I I wanted to heal my body and learned, I learned kinesiology and everything because I wanted to understand how that works. And I thought, you know, I just feel that like resistance, like that energy when I, can I push through? For sure. I can sit down, I can push through and think about it and do it, but I will feel that energy resistant, like build up and it's like feel, start to feel like like stressed and overwhelmed because I don't want to do it right now. Right. So I started to ask myself, there must be better timing. There must be better way. There must be better way. There must be better way. (laughs) What is the better way? What is the other way to manage your time? And my uh, singer and breathwork teacher, she came in to me one day and I said, Karina, I, I don't know, something is off because I trusted her. I was like, I feel so like insane. I can't choose what I will, like what color will I pick in the morning? And I never worry about how I look. Like in my life, I, I never worry about it. I probably, the girl who never learned anything about colors and how to mix things around. I've never opened magazine. Like I was not about it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I was all about making money and you know, how do I get out of the poverty? Right. So I never, I never thought about it. And it's just started 
that I will wear something and not that I don't like it, but this color just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And then I will do something one day and then I catch myself on another day. I feel the same way, but I can't do this on this day. And it's just something was off. And I said, Karina, something is off. She said, look, I actually have a teacher for you. She's like, it's exactly what she's teaching. I was like, what is it? So I met my teacher, Elena, that taught me the purposeful calendar that I call right now. It's a part of purposeful calendar. It's a nine-day system mm-hmm. that based on your uh, birthday. Mm-hmm. So it's combined a little bit of numerology, philosophy, biology, and that is how actually we humans meant to live. And it's your natural. It aligns with your natural rhythms. Oh, because your numbers, the birthday that mm-hmm. you're coming with to this world, it's the only code of information that you do have. Mm-hmm. Everything that's your soul have. Mm-hmm. And there are so many modalities and why they are focusing on the numbers, because that's the only information that is actually true and from your soul. There's, it's not like created by humans or anything. That's the right. only thing you're coming with. Yeah, that's fascinating. It's a code. It's mm-hmm. your code. And all these modalities like human design, astrology and stuff, like that comes to the same thing from different angles. That's what I've realized, like studying spirituality and stuff for a, couple, for a few years when I moved right. here. They all were telling me, because I was so committed to find my purpose, so I tried everything from every angle. And uh, with the calendar, there is a code and, you know, colors that associated with each day and why the each day means each, like, each different things. So when I started to applying this to my life, I thought I felt so much better. And that's why she explains to me that, you know, on the first day, which is Leader's Day, the color is red and why color is red well i explained this in all in the workshop but the thing is you get to have that color in your aura field like close to your body to universe recognize you because it's knows the it knows color codes it doesn't know the words mm. so it needs to recognize you to support you and create that synchronicities in the world because when you are in tune and align you start to see so many synchronicities and that's why I said I teach how to create ironies. them. <laughs> and the, yeah, myronies, you create so many myronies. And that's why I said I actually teach how to create them. Wow. But more, more of like more of a mm, more of a practical way. Yeah. And proven practical way. And that's when I st- when I've learned that I was like, that's right. My body, I just couldn't like wear these things because it's just for me, I will explain that the understanding this timing in the world like it's just a, such a big mindset shift because for years decades we live on the seven days a week and we think that is correct mm-hmm. but have you ever asked yourself what does the seven days a week come from right so it came from it's it's false it it's not correct the only like everything in world it's functioned by nature the nature has those own cycles and like our world surround by it and humans you know we build from nature so the day the months and a year it's based on natural period like it has natural periodicity to it through planets through sun through different things but the week was created by humans right they just decided seven days is the days to go. Mm-hmm. And because they had 
I can share with you where it was. So they decided to, um, in Babylonian time, a long time ago, they look in the planets and they saw seven planets and they said, hey, okay, it's, we're going to have seven days and each day is going to be a different planet. Mm. So, but if they have just a little bit more sophisticated telescopes, they will see right. a little further. But it's, <laughs> it's all on perfect. It's still all perfect because another modality that teaches human design is called that we was in a seven tact, like seven energy centers that we have mindset, like the seven, seven tact planet before. And it's more of a mind based and we needed it. Our planet needed it because we needed to create everything like electricity and things. It requires your mind. Yeah. It requires to think through to create things. But we moved about a few hundred years ago to a nine centrist being. I don't know if you're familiar with human design. I think you are. We did a little chart for you. I remember. <laughs> But anyone who is not familiar, just go to Human Design America and you will find out what it is and what does it mean, like YouTube it. It's like it's your DNA encoded in the, mm -hmm. in the spirituality. It, actually, if you take your DNA tests and you will do human design, it will be the same thing. Like you will have the same uh, frequencies that it's like encoded DNA's frequencies in your design. It's amazing. Wow. So... By human design, he explains the guy who channeled this like modality together that a few hundred years ago we were in the seven where we were in the era of planning and that's why lots of planning and we have a lot of organizations and things and it was also a lot about following the leader like mm -hmm. following the leaders and like Tony Robbins like a huge tribe and following the leader because mm -hmm. people needed a leader right. Uh, just, uh, just, just recently, like this last year, we actually moved into new era, but we moved into a couple hundred years ago to the nine centers era, uh, nine centers being, which is nine tact system, which is more body and consciousness based. Oh. So you probably heard people say, I feel it. Oh, I feel it in my God. My intuition is telling me. And they're like detaching their body because mm -hmm. they started, it's more body and consciousness based. We're more in our bodies than right. we're in our minds. Like we wanted to go more in there. And that's where they all answers. It's our best GPS. And then, yeah. No, I mean, it definitely is. I think when we can connect to our heart and our soul, which is also our intuition and we let that guide us. It's, it's one of the most powerful things we can do. So, so yeah. it sounds fascinating what you're doing with your business. And um, it sounds like at some point I'm going to have to have you back on the podcast so we can have more conversation because <laughs> anybody that lives their life from this place of synchronicity. And now, you know, the more modern day word of myrony, um, you know, it, it is really interesting to be able to share the story so that other people can connect with it. So how can people connect with you? Yes, absolutely. I just wanted to add a couple of things about, you know, the whole system. It's that, look, we moved through that. We moved to this nine centers being consciousness. And that's what is important is to listen more to your body. And that's how you, you know, you can recognize that the biggest the biggest objection in my life i hear from people why do you leave your nine to five job and everybody says i just want to control my own schedule 
because mm-hmm. it's like it's hard to be on somebody's else schedule because you might be in a different frequency today right. and that's what purposeful calendar does it's just uncode your timing so you know where are you in your timing we're always in the cycle knowing about them or without knowing there's always cycles in life like a flowers grow and you seed and plants and you know it done then it dies right. there is a cycles and our life is not different. There is no difference. It's nine cycles of years, of months, and a days. And once you know that, you can create those synchronicities. You know what to do, when to do, and how you can find me. And absolutely, I'll just share the guide. You can go and grab Purposeful Day Guide, where you will learn more about what the days are, what they means, what are the colors, and you can also calculate like your free year there as well and so how you can go there it's purposefulday.com it's purposeful with double l day.com forward slash feminine flow so i call it feminine flow because that's if you work and create the business based on it and I think I started kind of touched up on the, like a story of my Bell's palsy when I got my half of my face paralyzed and because I went overworking. Once I applied the system, because that was the story how I found it, when once I applied that system to my life and business, I've been able to heal myself instead of eight months for in just three weeks. Oh, wow. And that's when I thought that is powerful. I get to teach this. I get to teach this. I can't, I can not speak about it. I didn't want to share this with the world because it's such a woo woo stuff. But once I started applying to my business and my clients, it's just amazing. Like when you know exactly what to do, do your public speaking on when to go and do your shopping, it's applicable for life and business, but it's just myronistic. How many myronies you have once you're following your natural rhythms, when you tap into your body instead of somebody else's deadlines and somebody else's yeah the deadlines that's how i did when i was creating my summit i definitely need to learn more about this calendar i was actually listening to your podcast about it so i I heard uh like how the days work so for all the listeners so the best way again to reach you is what was that again one more time for so my website it's purposeful double l day.com and you can find all information there but if you go there you can just download the freebie which is called purposeful day guide and also on the website just below that you can go to calculator which we've created oh i'm so excited the developers where you can go put your birthday and it will give you absolutely for free your year so you can just read it through and see see read the guide just connect with your intuition because i got i've done over hundreds like hundreds people's calendars you will know which year you are like you will just knew you will know exactly where in the nine year cycle you are because it's such a big cycle stay by the years mm-hmm. you it will be obvious to you it will be obvious to you uh challenge your intuition i love this thing challenge your intuition and ask yourself and then go to calculator and check it out (laughs) and you will know exactly what year a year oh my goodness well I'm definitely gonna go and check that out and all listeners definitely go check that out so well thank you Victoria everywhere yeah I just want to say everywhere you know my name is Victoria with the Kate V-I-K-T-O-R-I-I-A miracle you can find me everywhere on social media
Yes, and definitely follow Victoria Miracle on social media because she literally is a little miracle. And I'm so happy that Divine Myrony brought us together because it was funny. We were connected through something totally different. And then we find out we both are, you know, podcasters. So we're like, hey, we got to be on each other's podcast. So yeah, Alicia speaking at, at my biggest event this year. And I'm so excited. You guys get to come and, you know, attend her workshop because she's going to do an amazing workshop. I don't know if you want to share about it, just go ahead and well, yeah, um, put it in the links. It's basically discover myrony and your inner superpower. It's kind of, it's funny. You and I are doing very similar things just in different ways. And it's like, well, what if we combine both together? Who knows what will happen? So it'll anyway, be powerful. Yeah, exactly. We'll be combining all our superpowers. <laughs> so, well, thank you again, Victoria. This has been wonderful. And to listeners, see you next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you all for joining me on That's Myrony Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the Myronic stories shared today and possibly got you to connect to the Myronies in your own life. As you listen to this podcast, you'll start catching signs that are so subtle but can have the biggest impact on your life. So pay attention to that inner voice and watch the Myronies appear in your life just like the guest in my next episode. And please connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and that's myrony.com where you can share your unbelievable myronies. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard and can take a moment to like, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting platform, it would mean so much because that is how others are able to find this podcast. Finally, please also tell your friends and family about Myrony because wouldn't it be fun to see people share their myronies on social media in addition to their selfies? And remember, If something happens that makes you say, well, that's ironic. It's not ironic at all. It's Myronic. Now that's Myrony. See you next time.